0: Hi. Hey, hey, Tim. <laughs> I, hey, Dan. I, I, I've got a new thing. Right? You've got a new thing. I got a you new drop thing. Me, you
1: know, like straight away. Yeah. You're just gonna hit it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's called. It's called the preamble.
1: The preamble. It's, I this like This is it.
0: this is before the intro happens and is, and, and is this and we, where we
1: talk about what we're drinking today or like? Yeah, I think the... so.
0: I think this is where you know it, we could future talk about what we're drinking. Um, but I yeah. I also thought that maybe. The preamble should, should be a joke before it starts.
1: Oh, awesome. I like it. So, have yeah. you actually got a joke? I
0: got a joke for you.
1: Okay. Fire away.
0: Right. It's a really funny one I heard. You, you okay. may have heard it before. Um, all right. Why did the chicken cross the road? Uh, it's not to get to the other side. No. Is it? No. It's to visit the idiot. That's no, not a very good one. But, right, <laughs> I, 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 I've got another one. I've got another one. Knock, knock.
1: To visit the idiots. Yeah, I've got another I get one. Get it?
0: N- knock, knock. Uh, who's there? The chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> get it? You're the idiot. <laughs> uh, that's so bad. All right. Hi, this is Tim. <laughs> Just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, account, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk,
0: drunk, account, drunk, account, drunk, account, drunk, drunk, drunk
1: accountant.
0: Hello and welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Uh, this is the Two Drunk Accountants. I know you haven't heard from us in a while, and we are terribly sorry about that. It's just been a real busy couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, um, so we're going to remove the title sponsor, Cat's Accountants, because they're actually holding us back from, uh, <laughs> from doing the podcast of late, which just been too busy in our own accounting firm. But uh, no, no. Um, yeah, it's it's so good to be back, actually. It, it is. It feels good.
0: feels good to be recording again. It feels good to be chatting to everybody again. Uh, how are you? How is everyone out there? Uh, yeah,
1: just... We wanna hear from you. We wanna hear how how is your end of financial year celebrations? I know I saw a lot of tweets going out from people in the accounting world yep. celebrating the end of financial year. Yep, yep. It felt I like saw a that. big
0: one. It felt like a big one this year. It did feel like a big one. There was a lot. And I don't know about you, Tim, but for some reason I felt a big sense of relief or like like burden had been removed from my shoulders. Even oh. though my workload didn't really change, but just that looming deadline over my head. Yeah. Um, the moment it passes, I I just felt so much better.
1: Something does change because leading up to thirty June, people get a little bit more um, needy, a little bit more potentially stressed. Mm-hmm. They're missing out on saving tax. Um, yeah. So no, there is definitely something that changes there, Dan. Mm. And uh, yeah, it is it is a n- little pressure cooker. Especially this year mm. with all the other things yeah. that have been happening. Speaking so.
0: of, of pressure cooker and other things, that will be my other thing today. Uh, <laughs> I bought a pressure cooker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, what's the Tim and Dan we, uh, should we? Should we crack into that intro? Have you got a different... Right. No, I don't have anything different for that. What, what? is the, the Tim, Tim and, and Dan i've got a good one today dan yep uh, that i've been saving up for these last few weeks yep i actually uh heard of my one of my best mates damon mm. uh, who we have used in the past for examples with Demo's plumbing yep and other uh demo businesses yep uh so he actually has a little brother yep named josh mm. who is a very special listener. He, I would say, is our youngest fan yeah. on the podcast. Uh, no, I know.
0: I actually ran into um, Damon uh, this morning and, and he was telling me about it as well. Um, yeah, 10 years old, loves the podcast.
1: Yeah, and it's his birth. So it, it was recently his birthday or is his birthday coming up. So yep. happy birthday, Josh. Happy birthday, Josh yeah but uh that's pretty cool like i uh i think Demo got him onto the podcast because josh wants to do a bit of youtubing mm. when he when he grows up yep and uh and then josh came back to Demo and said hey you told me it was was crap like uh i really like it <laughs> <laughs> i like that Demo
0: told him it was crap
1: <laughs> Demo, Demo tells me this but he could be lying he said he thought he wouldn't like it because it's an accounting podcast yeah Apparently he does. He he came for the he came for the banter and stayed for the accounting. Yeah, which is which uh, is
0: it's the it's the opposite of what most people do. They yeah. come for the business and
1: stay for the banter. Yeah, yeah. So uh, shout out to Josh. Happy shout birthday, out to Josh.
0: Baby. Happy birthday. Also happy birthday to uh, to Demo. Uh, it is Demo's birthday <laughs> this true. week as well.
1: <laughs> Demo's birthday tomorrow. Yeah, actually recording this on the third. So. Yep.
0: That's right. All
1: right. Well, yeah, that's a good one, Tim.
0: Um, mm. I'm not sure I can, I can beat that apart from my Tim and Dan Lowe is that it is a new financial year.
1: Yeah. No. Happy, uh, what is it? 2021. Wow.
0: 2021 financial year. Do you know what's funny, on. actually, is that 2021 is the year, but also the two years that this financial year crosses
1: i don't get
0: it so people might say it's the 1920 tax year
1: <laughs> right i like it that's great but it is the 2021, 2021 tax year that's awesome yeah they it, don't need it, to it, do a little dash between the the two years it's the anymore. it's the only
0: time in our life that that'll probably happen until what we get to 30, 30, 30 31 no we won't live that long <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you are peaking that's are a thousand like years from now, now yeah you you're like a, a star that's shone too bright. Yeah, I'm I'm about to supernova. <laughs> <laughs> In five years' time, you'll be a white dwarf. And you'll just be like exactly fizzling out. Exactly. Um, Tim,
0: do you have a business update? I have one.
1: Uh, far away, if you get one.
0: Um, I actually haven't looked this up and prepared for this, but um, just I, I know that you're quite fond of this saga, the Unqualified Virgin. Opinion. The, Unqualified the, opinion. Unqualified the, opinion. The, the the Virgin saga
1: yeah okay nice yeah, so no, i'm very keen to hear uh, it actually it's
0: it's come down to one bidder i believe the last mm. time i saw it um okay. which is like a a capital management firm somewhere
1: is it a new york yeah like they're a, york- a
0: us-based firm mm. um who've put in the um the, they're the only bid the the other bidder withdrew then they narrowed it down to a couple and the last couple mm. withdrew and there's one left uh, and it's got to go through a creditor's meeting yeah. uh, in August. Mm-hmm. And if it passes that, um, then yeah, they're going to be the new owners of Virgin. Uh, apparently, they struck a deal with the Queensland government to okay. keep the, um, the the headquarters still there and keep all the okay. jobs in the state. Nice.
1: Nice. Because one of the bidders were the Queensland government. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So I think um, they withdrew. Yeah. Um, but they've struck a deal to make sure that the, the jobs still stay in Queensland.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah it does. That's d-
0: good. does make sense. Um, they've also I said they're going to keep all the credits. That's so good. So those flights that's that... Uh, I'm not sure if, if your flights to Fiji were virgin. Mine were.
1: Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, my flights to America definitely were virgin. Yeah, but I actually got a refund for those. Oh, really?
0: Which was shocking. Yeah. yeah. So we've received credits um, for our flight to Melbourne that was meant to be this week, right? Mm. And they said to to me that um, they've given us a credit which only lasts till August, and then uh, depending on whatever the new owners do, will depend on whether or not it will be extended. But but the new mm. the bidders have said we will keep those. So for a while it was cool. uncertain whether or not I'd I'd lose these credits completely. But um,
1: no, yeah. going to keep them. I think that'd be silly to to scrap the credits. Mm, because, absolutely. Um, people just especially in australia i think people are quite loyal to Mm. brands that will look after them so people yeah that'll that'll give them a good fighting chance at getting the the public behind them absolutely absolutely yeah and you you, i hope you know you'd like to think that the state borders are going to be opening so that's that's another interesting business update i suppose Mm. um i know there's some you know Thoughts go out to the people in Victoria who are potentially under lockdown at the moment, yeah. postcode lockdown, Absolutely. which is pretty, pretty crazy. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of states are beginning to open their borders. So on July the tenth, the tenth, yeah, we'll be able to go to Queensland from New South Wales. And I think the seventeenth. Uh, we'll be able to go to the Northern Territory. Yeah, and I, I think for a, for a while,
0: everyone has been able to come here to New South Wales, but they just yeah. couldn't go back unless they had a good enough reason. Um, yeah. So,
1: so uh, you needed a permit. Yeah.
0: Or something like so that. there's a you know a, another update this week. Unfortunately, we had a, a death in the family um, yeah. recently, and my my uncle passed away after a long battle with with mm. cancer, which was which was really Sorry sad. No, that's, yeah, it's you know these things. These things happen. Um, mm. So, but my brother lives in Queensland, right. and so the funeral is going to be next week.
1: Wow. So he can come yeah.
0: here for the funeral, yeah. but um, there was a concern about him going back. Be, there was concern about him going back. Mm. Um, so he's he's got to look that up now. So yeah, so that's an, another thing that um, you know, opening the borders yeah removes that kind of stress and definitely All the rest of it. So yeah, you, you'd assume that
1: uh, the airlines would be. Mm. really excited for those borders to open up oh they they will be so keen Mm. yeah so i can imagine and i guess this is this is another interesting business update but um i think i've heard the accommodation sector is actually going quite well at the moment depending Mm. on where you are Mm. but uh, i've heard in some places their bookings uh um Higher as a proportion than they than they were this time last year, okay. um, but I've heard tour operators are really struggling. This is ABC News, yeah. So, so I, I could imagine people who have like a uh,
0: like a, a unique like an Airbnb style like cabins yeah. and and oh, yeah. um, cool places out in the country and places yeah. in the Blue Mountains and and people like that would probably be going well. Looked out, but yeah. but I'd imagine in a city. Um, places or, or places like the Gold Coast yeah. um, or other tourist hotspots um, which really rely on a lot of interstate or international travel, yes. they'd be struggling, um, which yeah, is which is why so the, the tourism people would come yes. in. They'd, they'd fall into
1: that category, I'd imagine. Yeah, true. Yeah, because yeah. there's so much volume of that type of accommodation I suppose, but mm. the, the niche or uh, unique style accommodation, yeah. I think is booked out and for like six months and there's also yeah,
0: yeah, I've seen maybe for the first time definitely the, the first time in my life I think ads for tourism in the state in which I live <laughs> and yeah, so I, yeah. I've seen you know you, you're watching um, you know, if you're watching a show on 10 play or, or even if you're watching free air TV the ads come up for tourism New South Wales yeah it's like the whole ads about um, you know it, you know go explore your backyard kind of thing yeah um, which you know you, you've seen ads for Queensland or Victoria or whatever but you don't normally see ads for your themselves. own state that you're yeah. in Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting times. So hopefully people can um, still enjoy a holiday. I know we've got school holidays coming up. Um, but yeah, find find somewhere local to do it. Yep. Uh, which takes me on to this week's Us Tip, Dan. Tidass Tip, go for it. So I'm not sure if I've used this one in the past, but um, this, is a, this is one that's working very well for me at the moment. And it is helping me to support my local economy but also saving me a few dollars. Yep. And this week's Tardis tip is the staycation. Nice. I don't think you have used this before. I don't think I have. I don't no. think I have because I don't do a lot of staycations. And this is so... this is
0: timely for me because I'm doing a staycation next week.
1: Yeah. So, um, look, if you can find a great place to go away and, in, and get an accommodation, then by all means do it. Um, but Jed and I recently, we had a few days... Uh, off coming up, and uh, we just couldn't find anything that fit into our budget mm. or uh, really looked like something we w- where we wanted to go. So we settled on staying home and saving a bit of money, but also lashing out and doing things we wouldn't normally do while yeah. we're here. Yeah, which is which is awesome. So last night we went to a restaurant, um, which is a little out of our way, maybe a little bit more expensive than what we'd normally go to. Yep, and it was really nice. Yeah, really great time um today jade's getting a spa treatment i'm getting a massage um i played some golf yesterday at a different golf course to normal did you where'd you play magenta i played at magenta how's yeah. magenta i've never played there oh it's really good yeah mm. um it's one of those link style courses so it's got all the like bumpy yeah hits and c- things like that kind it of like really... the
0: the sixth or the
1: seventh on at Shirley, where, you, where you're
0: hitting along the water there yeah, it's kind of like yeah,
1: yeah 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 true except they're little hills like they're little bumps yeah, so right. yeah it's kind of like a lot of optical illusions and but yeah great course to play at. really really good um and i, I played pretty good nice so, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: i believe i saw in the group chat you said that the real winner was golf
1: for the day the real winner of the day was golf <laughs> so this week i think the real winner is staycations you nice. should definitely consider a staycation uh go out to breakfast, go out to dinner, go out to lunch. Just treat yourself because you're saving money on accommodation. And you're also going to support some local businesses in the area.
0: I like it, Tim. I like win, it. Win-win. I like it. Uh, all right. Well, I suppose we should move on to our, our main topic. And it's been a while since I've pressed this button. So let's see if I hit the right one. I did. Nailed it. Uh, so this week's topic is uh, essentially it's, it's a new year. So... We want to chat about some of the compliance things. We've done individual episodes about each of these things, um, but I don't think we've ever really summarized it to say, here's everything you need to do right now. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. And I this it's just always timely to give yeah, people a reminder. Exactly. Well. and I do this each year.
0: Yeah, and then there's also just some things people should be considering as well. This time of year, it's, it's a good time to make some new plans and a good excuse to To revisit your cash flow forecast and and those kind of things which which tim and i have even done this week so yeah um we're practicing what we preach so Mm -hmm. um but i thought we'd start with just what compliance things people need to be thinking about right now because um some things have changed um there are the things you always have to do and there's just things that people generally forget so Starting at the most basic, um, for most people listening who have a small business, this will be the first year that you've used a thing called single touch payroll.
1: Yep. And yeah, so yeah. it actually should make things a little easier, in mm. my opinion.
0: Yeah. And I've processed a few of these and you don't have to print anything off and send it. And, and that process is easier. But the checks and things you do are exactly the same yeah. um, as you would have ever done. Um, I actually yeah. recorded a little tutorial about this and sent it out to all of our clients. Yeah, that was good, Dan. Yeah, I like yesterday, that. Um, which is cool.
1: Maybe we should share it on the podcast too. Yeah, is, uh, yeah
0: not a bad idea. Is... But um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you don't have to prepare a payment summary. And I think we mentioned that when we did the episode on single touch payroll, but there's no more payment summaries. You don't need to to print these out and send them to your employees or email them to your employees. What actually happens is during the year, all that information is sent straight to the ATO when you do each pay run and you file it at the end of the year all you've actually got to do is essentially just confirm that the balances you've submitted are the correct balances and if not you need to adjust them so it's it's just looking at your pay run or payroll reports looking to make sure you've entered all your pay in looking sure you filed everything and then comparing what the single touch payroll says to what your report says and if they match logic mm,
1: that's it the reason it's important to get it right as well is because if you finalize and it's incorrect and you notice six months later then it might be too late to change it or you're going to have some disgruntled employees potentially yeah. and having to amend their tax returns. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's so. probably important to do it soon, sooner rather than later because
0: right now anyone can go onto MyGov um, and look at their income and it looks like you can just go ahead and, and prepare it. But, mm. it but it actually just says unfinalized. Yeah. Um, so I imagine there's going to be a lot of people preparing their tax returns on
1: unfinalized um, data. True. Imagine that. But um, I think as well, something as a word of caution to people lodging their tax returns is to also say, just hold off for a couple of weeks. Mm. The ATO has said this for the last few years. Accountants everywhere will say this. Yep. Just hold off. Especially this year, there's so much happening at the ATO. Absolutely. Where they've got resources in different departments. So it is possible that some of the information might be wrong Mm. over the next few weeks. Correct. So Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, even with our own clients coming in, I'm going to be as much as possible pushing people to not lodge until after mid-July. Yeah. So
0: if you've got more than 20 employees, the due date for this is the 14th of, of July. But if you've got yep. less than twenty, it's actually the thirty-first of July. Now, I, okay. I didn't say that in my email to our clients yesterday, Tim. I just said fourteenth mm. of July. But I guess it's just good to get it done. Yeah, it's good to get it done. I wasn't too worried about it, but um, mm. yeah. So you've actually got to the thirty-first. That's a long time. I can imagine there's going to be some employees, um, a little bit ticked if you haven't done it by <laughs> then. We've even had some some clients email us already. You know, three days in to say, "Hey, my employees asking where my payment summaries are," <laughs> and I've got a right yeah. to say. You don't get payment summaries, yeah. and they've got to wait. Um, yeah, so so that's the first thing: finalize so your just make payroll.
1: sure Yeah, and make sure you back up your uh, zero file before you <laughs> um, do that, and then roll over to the new payroll.
0: Uh, so Tim's obviously making a joke there, um, but if you replace the word zero with MYOB, he's not joking. You actually need to do that. <laughs> yeah, you still have
1: to do that. You do still have to do that if yeah. you use MYOB. So don't forget to back up Yeah, roll forward. And there's a lot yeah. of people
0: who who if they use MYOB would be panicking. So they're like, I need to do this before I lodge this week's pay um, because God, you need to so roll over a pay day. year, <laughs> which is insane. It's just Whoa, insane.
1: Oh, what a world to live in, hey? mm. where you're going to have to get it done before you do your next pay run. That's
0: right. Insane. Anyway, um, that is single touch payroll finalization. So do that. Um, the next thing that people should be thinking about this time of year, obviously you've just got your June Baz. Got to lodge that got to get that prepared and and sent in as you would normally um, in any other month or quarter that you lodge your BAS. But the next thing in my mind is the taxable payment annual reports. So the TPARs. These are the Mm. reports that you submit to the ATO to tell them about the subcontractors that you've paid during the year. And you've got to tell them how much you've paid, whether or not you withheld GST or um, paid collected GST, whether or not you... um, Uh, Their ABN and their address is generally the information. Contact details. Yeah, contact details you need to send to the ATO. You can lodge this through your accounting software, but there's also paper forms that you can do. But the interesting Mm. thing this year is that, once again, the list of industries which have to um, file this report has increased. So it used to just be builders. It was people who worked in building construction. Um, You had to lodge this report for all your subcontractors each year. That yep. expanded to cleaners and couriers. Um mm. So if you're a cleaning company and you've got subcontractors, you need to submit one. If you're yep. a, a courier business and you've got subcontractors, you need to submit one. Yep. But it's expanded yet again Um and now it includes freight people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it includes uh, IT professionals mm-hmm. yep. and security. Mm. Yeah. So, if, if you're, um, and, uh, and when you think about it, IT's a funny one, but the rest of them, are, I would think there's a lot of subcontractors in those businesses. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, those kind of people generally would have a main business that gets the work and then they subcontract it out to a specific set of people. Um, and if those people aren't lodging their tax returns or uh, are doing all sorts of dodgy things, then... Um, they're going to get caught out now. So yeah, if if you're in one of those industries, you need to lodge a TPAR report through your software or on paper, but much easier through your software. Um, yeah. Before I think it's the 28th of August. Around that date, it's it's the end of August anyway. Um, so yeah. that's the next one. Yeah.
1: It can be it can be time consuming that one if you haven't collected their ABNs. But technically, every time you pay these guys, you should get an invoice from them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just go check the invoices if you perhaps weren't quite diligent with your record keeping, you can go look up the ABN online. Yep. ABNs are available to search online by name. Um, mm. So you could search the business name, you could search their actual name or their company name yep. um, or trust name if it happens to be a trust. Yeah, exactly. And it'll tell you roughly where they are. So you'll see their postcode. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, yeah, that's, that's the right Dan Osborne. Yeah. So um, so yeah, definitely get onto that one, and I know in zero you can file that one directly with ATO, which is awesome, so yep, hundred you know, percent do you have to do you have to lodge that one on on the portal still anyway it's it's pretty cruisy either way yeah, I think
0: most most things these days you can lodge directly directly mm-hmm. in um, with the small business reporting or whatever that acronym is yeah. Uh, so th- else, the other things you need to be considering, um, the big one really is it's now time to start thinking about your 2020 tax return, your income tax yeah. return.
1: so pre- prepare your end of financial year data. Yeah, I that's suppose. right.
0: So mm. this would normally happen once you've lodged everything else that we've just spoken about. Um, you'd want to start gathering the information you need to give to the accountant. Um, usually that might just be some closing bank statements invoices or finance or loan contracts and things that you've taken out during the year um, and, and all that kind of stuff making sure your information in your accounting software like Xero is up to date
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then getting that information through to your accountant is is basically that that next step
1: a couple of things in particular if you purchased a vehicle yeah towards the end of the financial year which I know a lot of people did because of the immediate tax write-off yep well Make sure you give that information to your accountant mm-hmm. so that they can claim the immediate tax write-off for that car. Yep. Um, and so, the tax invoice, finance documents yep. for the car are going to be vital. Yeah,
0: both of those things. Both the invoice and the finance documents because a lot of mm-hmm. people just send through one or the other. Yeah, <laughs> and and yeah. you need to go back and say, no, we need both. Um, yeah. So, make sure you get both of those through to, to your accountant
1: Enter all your accounts payable in. Enter all of that. Um, You have HubDoc connected to zero now, so no excuses not getting that entered in. Yep. Uh, Review your accounts receivable. So it's always a good time of year to be writing off any bad debts or doubtful debts as at the 30th of June. Yep. Take a stock take.
0: I was about to say the next big thing, do a stock take right now. <laughs> no one
1: likes stock take, no Everyone it, hates that. It's a dirty word. Do but, it this weekend, no.
0: just get it done. Yeah, um, yeah. Because as, soon, as
1: it, close as possible to the 30th. Because it can really affect
0: your your tax. So if, yeah. um, if you've got an incorrect stock balance, um, not only is that bad just for running your business because you don't know what you've got, um, but also it can play significant um, impact in your tax return.
1: Especially if your stock on paper is higher than what you think it is actually um, in, on your shelves, Yeah, because that means, yeah, it looks like you're carrying more, but some of it might've gone off, some of it might've been thrown away or given away on discount, so. Yeah. And, and yeah. we did a whole episode on on cash flow about the
0: lockup, which, which involves your inventory. Um, so go back and listen to that one to understand the impact too much or too little inventory might have on your cash flow, um, but I don't think yeah. we've ever done a full episode just on inventory management tim we we pro- we should mm.
1: um yeah, that's a good one, yeah, that'd be really good, yeah, we could probably get one of the software providers on, yeah exactly,
0: well. yeah, some deer or unleashed or um mm-hmm. and we you know we've had unleashed on the podcast before at Xerocon, yeah. but yeah, it'd be great to to chat to those guys again just to, their hints and tips around inventory management, yeah, um so other things that we should be considering um this time of year obviously as well is that you do have plenty of time to lodge that tax return so there are some tasks like stock take and, and reviewing your accounts payable and all that kind of stuff that you need to do right now but if you mm-hmm. don't want to get your tax return done for a few months you don't have to if, if you're with account if you're with an accountant and you know you lodged on time last year and you've you know there's a few other examples where this might change but generally you've got all the way up until the middle of May next year to get this lodged yeah. and
1: paid. I will just put out a disclaimer to people who have purchased a car or are going for that immediate write-off benefit. Mm. Generally, you're probably in a position where you owed tax. Yeah. Even today, I spoke to someone I ran into at a coffee shop and they said, oh, I could see how people would want to just come in ASAP. They have their own business and must have purchased a car mm. because they were like, yeah, I, I bought a car. I want that, the benefit from the immediate write-off straight away. I said, well, the benefit is you don't owe tax. That's, yeah. that's the benefit you're getting. So unless mm. you're getting, you've put aside extra credits and you're going to get a refund, mm. which is doubtful, which probably just saved you paying a little bit of money. Yeah, exactly. So there's actually no rush. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just take your time with it yep. and make sure it's done before the deadline.
0: Yeah, that's right. So other compliance tasks that you should be thinking about, um, obviously reporting if you're in the building construction industry um, or even I think the cleaning industry as well, you need to be reporting your long service leave. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Hours and things to the long service leave corp, um, getting those hours in so they're all up to date, Um, paying your super, making sure those obligations are up to date. Um, And and then there's some state government things that people should be thinking about, you know, payroll tax or those other things, which at the moment, you know, not many of you might be paying or there might be delays on it anyway. Um, But they're often obligations that people tend to forget. Um, Yeah, for sure. More often than not, like when you think of fringe benefits and, you know, they run off different years um, than, than income tax. But... It's just a good time to review all of your compliance obligations and whether or not you're up to date in everything.
1: Now, it's also a good time for you to put in any employee contribution journals. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have any employees with motor vehicles that have private usage, yep. then you should really be taking up either a fringe benefit and largely a fringe benefit tax return, which would have been done a few months ago. yep, Or taking up an employee contribution, which yep. is essentially them paying the business back for the private usage of that car. And the calculation is a little bit different to just what was their benefit times the percentage that was private usage. Yeah, that's right. There's a few different little things in there around interest and depreciation that yeah. are deemed by the ATO. So exactly, that's generally something an accountant will do for you. Um, but it's always good to have that done before you lodge your June pass yeah. because then you don't have an adjustment later in the year.
0: And the other thing to think about There's as well, GST on it. <laughs> yeah, the other thing that a lot of people who have just bought a car and perhaps maybe didn't have a vehicle in their business before now, they're just driving around their personal vehicle or, or something like that. Um, you need to do a logbook get it done and you need to do that if you haven't done one you need to do that before you send your annual tax work to your um to your accountant yeah um, definitely. and definitely. it needs to be over 12 weeks um take the opening odometer reading and then just write mm-hmm. down every time you do a business trip or if you do it more business than private then just write down every time you do a private um and then you mm-hmm. need the closing odometer reading at the end um and then yeah, yeah we take the total business case done divided by the total case done, and that's your logbook percentage for that motor vehicle. And that's used to help yeah. calculate that fringe benefit um, and, and, and other things as well. So, yeah, get that done. That is a compliance thing that if you haven't got or if you need to update yours,
1: um, get it done right now. I really need to do one of those, Dan. So, yeah, because mm. I'm getting rorted by the uh, 20% statutory. Yes. <laughs> well, my my vehicle um, so, <laughs> is not
0: very expensive, so I'm not being rotted too much by it. I don't think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing I think, though, Dan, we're talking about compliance, and it's good because you know it's a compliance time of year. People think anyway. Next yep. time. Yep. But right now, and you mentioned it before, it's a good time to do some planning and some forecasting. That's right. We should be forward looking. You know, that, and I think that's why we like this time of year because. We finished playing catch up or, or rushing things that need to be done that are sort of more compliance in nature or tax-based mm. in nature. And now we can look at the forward planning. So you've got 12 months ahead. What are you gonna achieve in the next 12 months? What are you gonna achieve in this financial year? Um, it's an exciting prospect for me uh, because, well, you're gonna have some challenges potentially to overcome. You've got some risks to manage in our current environment, Mm -hmm. but if you're looking at it, you might be able to find some opportunities or some weaknesses or, um, threats that you can minimize, uh, so that in 12 months time, you, you're in a as good or better position than what you are now. Yeah, that's right. And, and all of
0: these things that we're discussing, all these compliance obligations and doing your stock take and, and reviewing your receivables, this should all be part of a bigger planning process. Um, you know, This is one component of, as Tim was mentioning, um, seeing where your business is at and where you want to be and how you're going to do that. So um, that's you know, re- reviewing your cash flow forecast for the next year um, or doing one if you haven't already done one um planning you know some budgets for the year planning some actions that you want to take to increase your sales or increase your profit or reviewing your cost you know these are all things that you should be doing and as tim was saying in the climate that we're in there's there's extra risks going on um have some contingency plans which we've spoken about on previous episodes that if for some reason we need to go back into a lockdown and right now you're allowed 100 people into your place but soon you might only be allowed 20 again or something then what does that look like for you? What do you need to do? What steps do you need to immediately take to respond to that? So do some planning, look forward um, and, you know, put it into a a bigger process.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's important and it should be something that's enjoyable. Make a day out of it. Yeah. You've got business partners, go have brekkie, get the creative juices flowing Mm. and yeah, review what's gone well, review what hasn't gone well. Where um what what were we discussing yesterday? It was the now and uh, yeah uh, now where how <laughs> yeah the now
0: where how and that's thanks to uh to, to Mark over at the Gap Mark from the Gap um mm-hmm. and 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 that's kind of looking at where are you right now where do you want to be and then how do you get from where you are now to where you want to be You know it's kind of re- reviewing three different things there and and I like it and I think it's really good because the 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 now is is doing things like. Do, do your compliance obligations? Um, what are your current sales? You know, your accounts receivable, your stock take, doing all that kind of stuff can fall into that now. Um, the mm. where is the future planning. Where do you want to be at the end of this year? And then the how is then the actions you set to get from that first point to that second point. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a really good way to look at it. And um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that mindset. It's a good one. Mm. Uh, so, Tim. The other thing that you need to be considering right now is that there's still a lot of government stimulus packages and things going on. So, you know, you might be thinking, oh, it's getting towards the end of JobKeeper now and, and, and all that kind of thing. Well, it's it's not. You could still register for JobKeeper if if you fall by 30% right now. Um, yeah, so, that's true. So, yeah, so, you should still be yeah. checking
1: every month. So Yeah, um, so still check can, for that. You can check on both cash and accrual yep. uh, or activity-based. Or activity-based, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's the, the shortcuts
0: stupid. were were uh, potentially misleading to to some people but really it's it's the most accurate way to figure it out it's just, yeah. just for at some your...
1: people for some people they may have been contacted over the last few weeks and told that they're being switched off JobKeeper yeah because the ato and the government said a little bit of a backflip yep which they've said i guess was all part of their original plan so the people who are wrong and the people who have said they're eligible, Mm. but they were using the information available to them at the time, which is probably why the ATO is not asking for the money back. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But yeah, even if you're part of JobKeeper, I think you should assess whether or not, uh, we'll check your emails and see if you are still (laughs) eligible. (laughs) And then, um, but yeah, you could be reporting and declaring now so that you get your... um, payment from the ato Mm -hmm. but yeah there's cash flow boost uh credits as well which are changing to how you have been receiving them so far
0: yeah and that's what i was going to say i was going to say that the the second part of the cash flow boost is is occurring and and that's the part that's equal to what you received um in the first part so you're going to receive the last section (laughs) of the first part and then the first section of the second part Um, and if you want more information on that go back and listen to our episodes on the cash flow boost which is one of our first episodes on the stimulus. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Cool. So yeah, but there is a few new grants coming out even. I, I saw New South Wales today um, released mm. a recovery grant. $3,000. Yeah, yeah. $3,000. So you're likely industries. eligible for that mm. if you receive mm. the $10,000 grant. So um, yeah, that and that that is to spend on things like business advice, Business con- continuity planning. Mm. So that that's cool for us as an accountant. We might be able to use that with with some of our clients to to do mm. a bit more detailed work. Do some of this business planning for the yeah. next twelve months,
0: absolutely with them,
1: uh, and mitigate risk. Uh, and I think you could also spend it on like things like uh, shifting to online selling, so websites, marketing, yep, as well. So check that out. That that that's a really good one, especially if you received the ten thousand dollar grant earlier from. The New South Wales government. And I found it as well in the end, Victoria and Queensland ended up doing very similar grants to New South Wales, that $10,000 amount. Really? So, yep. Yep. So, check that out if you're in those states. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was very interesting. They had different names, but hmm. they're essentially the same thing. <laughs>
0: swapping yeah. ideas at the uh, National Cabinet.
1: Yeah, it just came out later. Yeah. And, and I think Queensland's was, I don't know, the, if, going, if going off what my client told me was right, who was in Queensland, mm-hmm. um, it, it was limited. So there was a limited number of people that could yeah, actually receive, right. so it was just first in, best dressed. Fair enough. Which is a bit crazy. Yeah, that is a bit crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Cool. So, All right. So these are the things you should be considering this time of year um, as part of an overall plan for the next, the next 12 months or, or longer. Um, mm. so yeah, look into your compliance obligations, look into how your business is going, make a plan for where you want it to go, factor mm. in whether or not you're eligible for any of these stimulus packages and, um, yeah, really, really get the juices flowing of, uh, creativity.
1: Yeah. Even if you are discontent, even mm. if things haven't been going the way you wanted them to go, mm. well then how would you want them to go? What, what, what changes would you make in your life mm. that your business needs to satisfy? And then, how do you make that happen? Because nothing's impossible. You just need to think about it and put some plans in place. So, it's a good time of year to do that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that probably finishes our main topic
0: here. <laughs>
1: Satisfying <laughs> beverage.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I, I think the the other thing that I just thought of then is, you know, you really do feel better after making a plan. I, I know that even yeah. for us just finishing off that cash flow forecast, you know, revising that for the new year, um, I just felt more confident. You just feel better about it. You feel Definitely. like, yeah, we've got a plan. Things seem to be working. Great. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah And if things are going well, then mm. then you can give yourself self a little pat on the back. Yeah. Uh, you always find a few things which aren't going well, mm-hmm. uh, which you're which like, okay, cool. We need to keep working. To change this and yep. improve this, mm-hmm. so it's always it's always good. Take a few positives, take a few negatives, and uh, put some plans in place. As you can see, Cat uh, has walked into frame. <laughs> that that would only be for the viewers of this podcast. Cat's <laughs> going to be on next Friday talking yeah. about uh, yep. psychology. Cat will Burnett.
0: be on next Friday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bye, cat. Yeah, she's left in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you got any other things Dan? What are you What are you reading or watching? Uh, yes. The moment? So
0: I'm um I'm currently reading uh, the Wheel of Time series, which I think I mentioned a few weeks ago. Still reading that book, about halfway through. Still really liking it, um, which is good. Still excited about it. Uh, one thing that is new to my life is we bought a pressure cooker.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, I've never used a pressure cooker before. I wasn't sure what to expect. I don't know why we bought it. Cat just had an idea that we need a pressure cooker, so we bought one, um, and I'm loving it. You can cook delicious, <laughs> delicious food um, in a third of the time, Tim.
1: Well done, Dan. Yeah, it's good. Just pop it on what the stovetop, clamp the lid the down. What's the best thing you've cooked so far? Um,
0: they've all been so good. Um, we bought. Uh, Cat made. I'm, I'm. trying not to eat as much red meat lately, and I specifically. um As cat again, he's obviously <laughs> forgotten something. Uh, I specifically feel bad when there's like, when it looks like it's part of an animal, like. <laughs> like if it's a if it's a little Is bit of like, like just
1: it it removes your appetite. Or yeah, you
0: actually feel bad because it's an animal. I feel bad. Uh. Um. But so if it's like a little piece of chicken or something, you don't really think about that. It's yeah. it's a you know it's a chicken. You just think it's well, it's, it's food. a chicken nugget. Exactly. I mean, is that chicken? I don't know. But <laughs> but when there's like a bone in it, I I feel not great about it. But in saying that, cat made these delicious lamb shank casserole, mm. and it was pretty pretty tasty. Pretty
1: pretty. Pretty
0: pretty tasty.
1: By the way, speaking of pretty pretty tasty. Mm. Caribbean Enthusiasm season eleven. Yeah, I saw that announced.
0: Yeah, was it you or Demo Dam- that tagged me in that? Maybe you tagged, tagged me you and Demo. Damo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, I love that show. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Yep. It's so- I I'm excited to see that it was renewed for yet another one.
1: Yeah. So uh, hopefully that just keeps happening year yep. after year.
0: I agree. Um, and then apart from from that, I've just been watching Survivor.
1: Nice. My my Get US
0: binging my US seasons of Survivor. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. How about you?
1: Um I, my other thing this week is a sweeping declaration that cats um, accountants now have a competition grade <laughs> ping pong table.
0: Yes. So if, if you're a long-term listener to the podcast or you've just gone back and listened to maybe the first half of the episodes we've we've, we've ever done um you will notice that there is a segment missing lately, yeah. and it's called the Pong Date. Pong Date. We used to have a very serious in-office ping-pong tournament. Um, for a while, that disappeared. We got busy, extra staff came on, and you know the, the area for the ping-pong wasn't as freely available. Yeah. Um, but we decided no more. No more. We're going to knock down a wall to make room for this ping-pong table.
1: <laughs> we literally ripped a wall down <laughs> to make a new ping-pong arena. Yes. And then bought an ITTF standard yep. ping-pong table. Correct. Which is 25 millimeters thick.
0: Yep. On, and... the, on the surface of it. Mm, yeah. So,
1: and on some big old wheels. And, yeah, And one thing that I'm really super stoked about is... Is we'll now have a proper net. Yes. Because that was always Dan's like cheat <laughs> trick. He just hit it as hard as he could at the net and it just dribble over and bounced <laughs> like five times in a second. So I'm, I'm really glad about that. We got some new bats. We got some well. new bats.
0: Yeah, so the, the competition's going to be on um, pretty soon. So you'll be hearing more about ping pong again. And you'll also, um, we, we're actually going to have um, an in-office tournament for clients yes. of, of Cat's Accountants. This is, but, a, this is on the cards. But, but if you are a listener to the podcast and you live nearby and you do want to come...
1: Well, you might get a wild card. You might get a wild card entry. entry. We should should have a little competition to to give a listener a wild card entry into the the tournament. That's a great idea. Yeah. So this is is like an idea we came up with to do some networking uh, where it doesn't really matter what you do while you're there, you just have a beer and play some ping pong. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's pretty cool. And Leon Black was a big part of uh, putting this idea into our heads, mm. actually. Guess he me? was. Friend of the show. Friend of the
0: show, Leon Black. Uh, most, most, uh, uh, is he? No, he's only been no. twice. No, it's Trent. It's, it's Trent. It's, the th- it's three times, yeah. 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 Sorry, Leon. Yeah, sorry, Leon.
1: <laughs> but still, friend of the show. <laughs> well, he's narrowing our old table. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm expecting some stiff competition. Yep, from the uh, Inspired Text team. Exactly, but yeah, I am so keen for that table to arrive. It may even come today.
0: I am mm, also very keen for that table to arrive. Specifically, because we've also got some new employees, and I'm looking forward to to show my dominance on the table. <laughs> I like it Mm. All right. well thank you for listening everybody It's good to be back We will be back every week Um, We're going to have a continuation of a um, uh, You know, where did your business start series As well Um, We've got a few guests that we're trying to line up To come on to chat about that So expect a few more episodes in that series coming up soon Mm -hmm. Um, Expect plenty more banter Expect plenty of more topics coming up Because it's a new year We're excited And we're hoping to yeah, help our community do better. For so, sure. uh, yeah. yeah, if you have any ideas for topics that you want to hear about, send us a message uh, to drunkpodcast at gmail.com, at two drunk accountants on Instagram and Facebook, and at two drunk podcast on Twitter. Uh, we've had a few people join in the last few weeks on Instagram. Um, I haven't written back to everyone yet, but I've gotten back to a few. So, I'm going oh, nice. to maybe target those over the weekend and. And so, if if you've joined us on Instagram recently, um, expect a message about some things I
1: like and dislike about you.
0: <laughs> love it.
1: Oh, and and we are hiring too at Cats. We are so hiring. Yeah. If you yeah, if you are a promising up and coming up and coming accountant, or just a good all round person mm. with a <laughs> with, with a an accounting degree supply. and experience, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a bachelor degree <laughs> and an interest in business. Uh, yeah, throw your name in the hat. We'd yeah, love to uh, have you part of our ping-pong bat toting dog padding uh, business caring team yeah so correct and amongst it correct we are
0: hiring um, yeah so it, we're looking for someone kind of with, with a little bit of experience um, but um, but but maybe not too long out of uni you know a, a few years and, and you're just keen to dive into some 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 good old-fashioned tax work yeah
1: <laughs> yes tax definitely Mm. we need help it's Mm. gonna be awesome cool good call tim good call all
0: right well thank you everybody and we will calculate it
1: bye